Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Steve, guess how many fingers I'm holding up. Uh, how many hands? One. Four. Two. Oh, it's two. Do I, oh, Lucas, do you want to have a go? Yeah, okay. go on. Go on. Two. That's correct. Uh, wow, incredible. <laughs> oh, he's done Incredible, me. incredible. That's you, insane. How, how long have you had these powers? Um, well, the thing is, when I was, when I was like <laughs> eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Years old. Year, years old. Yeah. And also. Not, not miles away from home. No, yeah. what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are two When people say numbers, I often think, are they are they talking in terms of years old or miles away from home? Sometimes yeah. people will say two thousand, and I think, oh, they're very old, but <laughs> but they're in Australia. <laughs> uh, it, when I was eight or nine, uh, my friend just said, "Guess how many fingers I'm holding up," and I got it yeah. right. And uh, I, I and and I I just I've never been able to get it wrong ever since. Never been able You've to. Tried get it as well, haven't you? I've tried try again, so try hard. Again, try again. Okay, I've I've got fingers. Two. Yeah, unbelievable. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. It's mad. Crazy. Yeah. Hello, welcome to What Is Music and Music <laughs> Podcast About Music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. You join us in season four, which as far as I can work out, is called Is It Rad In Your Head? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact and music of Radiohead. We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season we are, of course, without fail asking is it rad in your head and to be clear we're asking is it rad in your head in regards to the band radiohead not is it rad in your head in regards to this the fourth season of our podcast which is called is it rad in your head and which is now in your head i'm adam scott glasspool i wrap my arms around music 
I love the artistry, the emotion, and also the context that surrounds music. And with me, as always, is someone who said that they don't care about art or talking about art, doesn't often relate personally to music, and likes to keep music at arm's length. It is, of course, Lucas Way. I like to hold it like my hand against its forehead whilst it tries to swing to punch me and it just can't reach the silly little idiot. Yeah. In the middle of that, we have someone who can appreciate context, art and subject matter and it's just learning how to convey that into the form of words and often allows music up to the elbow. It's Steve Murphy. I've got a very short arm, but the, the thing I'm holding is a very long forehead. <laughs> a long forehead? Yeah. An eight or nine head. Yeah, I was going to say, it's known as a five head, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Welcome back. Second week on the King of Limbs. Reckon we'll get it done today? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Without a oh, shadow well, we, of a doubt. We obviously got to, you know, track number... Blank. Yeah. Uh, so you insert a clip. I'd never do. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast. You always look like a tit. Um, the, <laughs> we're going through the entire discography of the only five-person band from Oxford to name their eighth studio album, The King of Limbs, Radiohead. And today we're going to explore, discuss and dissect the band's eighth studio album, The King of Limbs, <laughs> um, yeah. which we've been doing last week. We're going to continue it. It's interesting, a lot of the Radiohead albums... When was the last time we did a two-parter, guys? Amnesiac? Uh, Hail to the, was the Hail yeah, to Hail three? No, it was three. Just Fuck the sheer oh length. It's amnesiac then, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the sheer length of it, it was fourteen tracks long, wasn't it? Um, yeah, interesting. Maybe that says something about the album. I'm not sure. Not sure. Maybe it's just the length of it. Maybe it's how we feel about it. Let's find out how we feel about it by continuing our deep dive with this song. Over to you, future Lucas. But it's past Lucas. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You know you've already recorded it. sing along to that weren't we honestly just yeah. us trying to just insert the bits <laughs> of like vocal bollocks into the song <gasps> as they pop in apart from the best bit of the song lucas which is <laughs> correct yes <laughs> that's great you've got mental shuffly drums <laughs> and that's the song yeah yeah, yeah. and then oh, oh sorry <laughs> i missed some bit. <laughs> 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 um, 
I mean, it is it is only three minutes long, which I think is good. He says the <sighs> word judge on repeat. So he is saying some kind of words. I don't think he is. I think he's going like, Judge. Well, <laughs> Genius lyrics thinks it's Judge Adam, so. Yeah. I don't, there, are no, there are no official lyrics for it. Oh, uh, in the live version, he just repeats Yo-Yo Ma, which is interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, he actually uh, does. He sing live, or do they not just sample them in? No, he sings it. He sings it. He just yeah. goes, but he doesn't go. Yeah, fuck's sake! I I cannot wait to watch the thing that we watch next week because I'm also one. It's deeply impressive, and two, I'm wondering if Steve will have. Yeah, is it live? a similar reaction to the Kid A thing? I think I'm going to love it genuinely. Yeah. Like I think I think I would enjoy watching these first four tracks be constructed. Than listening to them in headphones or in my car or or when you're cooking and stuff. Can you even begin to think about how they how they might accomplish that? We just did it. Yeah, well, we that's did true. It. But that was yeah. just the vocals, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Is it uh, magic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's magic. Um, mm-hmm. this is the one that most fits the DJing thing. Yeah. There's, there's specific bits where, like, I've always thought, like, oh, that's a weird production technique to just turn the volume of the drums up and down. But it turns out it's obviously someone on a, on a, on a mixer on a doing fader, it live. Yeah. It, it genuinely you know? just yeah. gets louder at some point. And it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they become richer or anything. It's just, it, it's much higher in the mix. And it's. Yeah. And then they're, they're, like, they're performing. It's a performance. It's the push and pull of the song. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. And this is also the, most, the one that's most in line with. Um, the kind of the dubstep electronic music stuff that that, that Tom was into, mm. and I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a Flying Lotus track that would be good to uh, show you. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Good. All right. Good. Is that the is that the uh, is this the lyrics for this one? Is this one where he didn't sing over it and they actually did sample in all the bits and the bobs? I imagine so. Or it's like, okay, now we've got that. I'm going to try find out where this melody is. And then they just left it there because they liked it. Um, th- this might be like a scratch take of him going like, well, uh, well I could do that. Well, well, maybe I'll go down here. Maybe yeah. I'll... <laughs> yeah. oh, someone went, oh, I like that. That's good. Let's do that well, a few times. Adam, do you remember that this song holds like a fond place in my heart because of the time? So I, I remember listening to this album with friend of the podcast, James Quinn, and we were obviously just like vibing to it and enjoying it. We were probably high and, and enjoying it. Actually, I wouldn't have been because I hadn't I stopped smoking weed by then. Um, Lame. And and he wrote on my Facebook wall, which mm. dates the experience, uh, which was the Radiohead song the other day that went ba da ba 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 ba. And yeah. you just chime in in the comments just saying, oh, is it feral? What else could it be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my take on this song. Is mm. It's got some kind of mental kind of rhythmic drums. There's just some blah, and there's some kind of stuff like this. Doesn't it sound a bit feral? Yeah. Right? And yeah, I yeah. think fair play. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm always saying, like, form meets function. You know, it's important. It's important when I form agree. meets function. I, you know, I respond really strongly to it. It's something very important to me. Adam doesn't seem to rate it, but for What's me, this? form has to meet function, you know? Yeah, sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me let me see if I can find a um, a Flying Lotus track that would perhaps uh That's the next track. Point. No, that's Lotus Flower. Mm, Lotus Flower. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not my jam. 
yeah, this is not this is not the kind of electronic music that I like. This is the King of Limbs, tracks one to four. This is not lo-fi beats to study in chill to. No, it's not. This is this is this is exhausting on my brain. Oh, it's almost I cannot, like it's anxiety ridden. I cannot like turn this on and just listen to it and have a nice relaxing time. Adam can. That is absolutely my jam. That is uh, Zodiac shit by. Uh, Flying Lotus off the album Cosmogramma, which came out a year before The King of Limbs. Oh, rip off, I see. And yeah, no, I, do, I think, yeah, they did kind of rip it off a little bit. Um, Tom, heavily into that stuff, has collaborated with Flying Lotus on some stuff. Um, that is the kind of, Quinn's come up a lot today. That's the kind of stuff that me and Quinn would really get down to because we get to do, you, you know when we're really enjoying music because we'll be dancing and we'll lock eyes with each other, but our faces will be confused. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because we're not actually oh, sure oh, what's going on or what beat we should be dancing on. And you're just kind of like, oh, I guess it's this. That's our absolute jam. I love that shit. Yeah. Love that shit. Probably Feral, my favourite of the first four. Wow. Yeah. It. I hold a fondness to it, but I think it's purely because of the, the Facebook wall. The, the bit, the memory. Yeah. But also, <laughs> like, it means I remember having a nice time listening to it with a friend of the podcast, James Quinn. He's yeah, friend of the podcast. podcast. He must come on. He, must, he simply must. He'll never listen, um, but he must come on. From Flying Lotus to Lotus Flower. Nice. I mean, and what a song to like, though, right? Am I single right? bait. It's single bait, then it? it's just easy. Oh, you're easy. Single bait. single bait. It's such a baity single. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, it's purely because it's the one that had a music video. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a single. I mean, it is a single. It's, isn't it? it's so good. Like, it's really um, good. I don't know if you remember from the first episode. This is in my like top five Radiohead songs of all time. Uh, <laughs> incredible. Uh, I love it so much. Um, it's also a really nice transition between the first and the second half of the record. Right? Yeah, it yeah. really is. Like you you can't get to both. you can't get to codex without this. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, has yeah. to happen. Yeah, I totally agree. It's uh it was such a welcome break and and now you said about <laughs> when Will said that you <laughs> it's a real reward. It's a reward. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well done for the first half. You can have the second half now. 
it's like a reward. <laughs> the synth is just so warm and embracing. I love and, that lovely synth. Yeah, it's yeah, and and and, and Tom's soothing. voice. Tom's, Tom's vocal voice on this is, lovely. is, is yeah. fucking exquisite. A genuinely, and I like what they do when they loop it. When when they create little ambient textures out of his looped vocals. Did you pick up on that? Absolutely mag, absolutely magnificent, absolutely magnificent. Um, Somewhat telling that the song we all immediately are like, it's really great, is probably the most normal so far. Probably the closest to a regular so far, Radiohead song. So far it is, yeah. The closest to a Radiohead song thus far, and not as, and not as mucking around with bits as some of the other ones. But then it is, it is quite mad in places. Um, I, the, my favourite bit of the whole song is uh, the bird that's flown into my room, and then the mad drum fill that comes after it, um, like the way that they just let it drop, but then the way that they bring it back in is, I think, probably like the best bit on the album. Can I, I'm going to try and find it. I'm going to try and find it. Impress me. I'm going to. Just to see Yeah, I found it, right. <laughs> There's some like great imagery in there. Uh, there's an empty space inside my heart where the weeds take root, and now I'll set you free. Uh, I can't kick your habit just to feed your fast ballooning head. It's, it's really nice as well. All I want is the moon upon a stick. There's lots of nature and stuff in there. Obviously, it's called lotus flower and weeds taking root. Um, and the rhythm, so pretty normal. It's just, it's just a, like da, a mm-cha, da, mm-cha, mm-cha, yeah. mm-cha kind of thing, except for the hand claps. <laughs> yeah, Apart from Tom, claps. where he's going, what, Steve, I set you a task. He did. Figure out what the fuck's going on with the hand claps. <laughs> the song is in 4-4. Four, four. The it's song four, four. is in 4-4. Four, four. Always the same, 4-4. Four, four. What's going on with the hand claps, Adam texts me like, I need... An- you know, I need you for time, time signature corner, whatever we're calling it. And uh, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Time talk. That's it. Oh, That's the right, jingle. Time I, trumpet. I was oh, <laughs> time trumpet. Um, That's a TV, and, uh, TV show. I, that. I think yeah. uh, a great couple, show. I think I repli- replied with, "Oh God, okay." And then I think a couple of days later, I replied with, "It's terrible. This is stressing party, me out." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then at eleven thirty last night, I think I texted you saying, "I think I've got it." Yeah, my God, I've got it. So, you may already have this, Adam, but for home, do you not? Okay, fine. No. For ease of illustration, so it's in 4 4. So, one, two. Da, 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 da. Yep. Yeah. Okay. For ease of illustration, I'm going to count in eight because. Okay. Even though, in theory, you should do one and two and three and four, and it's going to be easier if I say one. I'm two, just going to go get a cup of tea. Lovely. You no, you'll like, this. you'll like yeah, this. You'll like this, Lucas. You'll like uh, this. You'd count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's just through the whole song, right? The claps, mm-hmm. if you're going by that, are in five, four if you're counting in eights, right? <laughs> so what then if you're counting in four, four? Well, it would be on the one and two, and I don't know. I guess you'd say ten, eight. I don't know. It doesn't matter okay. what I mean. <laughs> Um, so, so let's see again. The claps are one, two, three, four, five, 
two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Through that. But, through, the, but all the drums are in. But are all in the drums are doing that. So what it does is it, it, it the claps eventually come back to the one. Yeah. The the one two of the eight count. So like all the the one and. So it loops back round, but in the meantime, it sounds like someone's just clapping randomly over the top. Cause it sounds like someone's. Just going, I mean, it does I sound like he's just it. going. Are we sure he's not just going? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's it's in it again, uh, you can literally count it. If you're going, you can go one two three four five 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 one two three four, and eventually it comes back round. I think, to be fair, I think. Ninety percent of the claps are, are this. Um, the best example is at three. They chuck a couple in though, right? Yeah, there's they a like, couple of bad a, boys yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pep it in, just just to fuck you up. But I think does the best that not lend credence the idea that maybe it's just random? No, because it is literally just a couple. Lovely stuff. Thank you. That's time talk. There we go. I, I don't know what it is about stuff like that, but my brain finds it delicious. It like it cannot get enough of stuff like that. Honestly, Adam, when I realised when I when, yeah, I, when yeah, I did yeah. it in my brain, and then and then it it loops back again to the one. But that's why I love all the that stuff that's like Flying Lotus because it's all that all the time, right? And okay. maybe you can only take like some hand claps, and I'm like, no, everything must be in a different time signature. <laughs> Everything must be in a different cadence. Isn't there something <laughs> similar to that in Is Animals by Muse? Isn't there that's a polyrhythm going on? That's just a, that's just a song in. Oh, no, no, yeah. The song's in 5 4, but the guitars are in 4 4. Yes. So there's, ah, there's right. a similar. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Or uh, vice versa. Loved it. No, it's. I can't remember. Loved it. Love Lightest Flower. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, it's somewhat ruined every time I listen to it by the fact that I cannot unhear. That the first line is, I will shit myself into your pocket. Oh, great. Good. Okay. So enjoy that. Uh, yeah. Also, can't listen to the song without picturing the music video. Yeah, the music video is, is connected to it. But also imagine how, how much skill it must take to shit yourself into somebody else's pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> what? I can't explain it. <laughs> music but video directed by Garth Jennings. Yes, indeed. Who is a someone. That's film right. Director, film director, he, well, yeah, and he did their webcasts for In Rainbows with them. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, I love that. It's uh, like so warm and mm, it's a lovely song. It does stand out quite a lot because it's like because it's like really great, and every other song on the album's like okay. What, what it made me wish is that there were more songs. I, I'm coming across as more negative on this album than I actually am. I think my score will surprise you. Um, but, 11 uh, out of 10. Yeah, I, I wish there were more songs that were the Lotus Flower blend of the two halves rather than the very hectic first half yeah. and the quite ambient second half. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish there was more of that blend. Um, but it, it does transition nicely into the second half uh, of the album, which continues with Codex.
lovely song, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Isn't that just lovely, nice, lovely song? Haunting. Yeah. Which means it's scary, which means I don't listen to it. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> so you've never heard this, have you? Is <laughs> I right? took my headphones off for how that. You you gonna saw, t- you how are you going to rate this song, Adam, if you haven't heard I'm it? I'm just going to do what I usually do and mm-hmm. read out stuff that other people have written. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I just copy and paste this into the chat while I've written? Yeah, do that. No, don't, so don't do my takes, Adam. That's insane. Uh, it's lovely. It's ambient. It's, it's lovely. water-like. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's like, just like you're on a... You're on a bit of, fl- you're like your raft has been destroyed nice. and you're just floating yeah. on the last, last few bits. Just, and it's the ocean. It's dark, dark as night. I weirdly picture a lake, but I suppose I, it's weird that I say weirdly because, of course, lake is in the lyrics. It's literally talking about a still lake. So yeah. What, what is the ocean but a big lake? Oh, well, that's a good point. It's uh, a good point. Isn't it's it all one, point. one lake, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. One lake, one vision. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> that uh, it's it's lo- it's it's a lovely break from. Uh, I'm just just. I'm so glad there's no drums on this song. Yeah. There it's is so nice to hear. What this is the only song with a drum machine on it. Oh, okay, but there's minimal then. It's it's, not uh, it's, it's just the it's setting the beat. It's just the boom. Yeah, boom. Oh, I love that because I'm so tired at this point of shuffly drums. Yeah, that just a nice relaxing mellow. Just not standard, but like a, a more close to standard mellow Radiohead song. It's lovely. Feels like Pyramid Song in the way that yeah. it's 4 4. It's always 4 4, yeah. but the piano is in a, an odd rhythm. But is it, it, is, okay. it is also, yeah. it is more vibey still than some of the other songs of a similar ilk on like an earlier album. It's still got a little bit more like ambient y vibey looseness to it. Which, you know, you know me, guys, that's my whole thing. You <laughs> live for vibes. You're just a vibe king. <laughs> but also horns. Of limbs. It's got brass. It has. What, as in, like, you throw... This song does not make me throw up the horns. It's got such a lovely, like, lament uh, to it. Um, Are those horns? I didn't know if they were horns or are there someone going... Well, they're both. It's, oh. it, it's, it's Tom and uh, some, some brass doing the same melody. That's lovely, isn't it? Mm. This song seems very sad, but yeah. also peaceful and nice. So yeah, like it's, it's the lyrics jumping into a clear lake does yeah. sound very nice, doesn't it? It does sound nice, but it, it, it you could be forgiven to say that sound he's talking about oh, I can't remember the lyrics off the top of my head, I haven't written them down, but jumping into a clear lake because he's got like demons. And you <laughs> you could be well basically, right? No, but you could be no, but could, that that is correct. Yeah. Oh, no, you meant he's got demons like you, I, you meant literal demons. Yeah, I was like, why, you doing, why is Steve inferring like there's demons chasing him on this song? Why is he adding this law? Like the one from Tribute by Tenacious D. That's the one, yeah. He's in the song. Goat yeah. played, by, played by Dave Grohl yeah. just in the music video for Codex. You're thinking of the bit where he says, fantasize, no one gets hurt, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. You're thinking no of that kind of stuff, right? Flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But because of the, the way that the song sounds, it like, but I think it's sort of, I think it's quite hopeful. And I think that, like, this person's come to, like, a clear spot to kind of clear their head. Um, And that's how I think of the song. But, like, I think you could be forgiven to think it's, like, talking about suicide. But I don't think it is. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, It doesn't feel sad enough for me. It feels nice. It feels... It does feel nicer than it feels sad, I think. Yeah, it's Mm. peaceful. But then Pyramid Song, you get a similar sort of thing. And that's kind of about being transported to the end of your life, isn't it? That's lovely. Mate, yeah, drifting off into the void. Okay, yeah, um, I forgot yeah. you deeply want to die very soon. 
don't worry. Um, don't worry. Separate what them. is a codex? Because the only time I ever see the word codex used yeah. in my life is in video games used to describe <laughs> a bit of data that you gather. Yeah, so I, I associate it with uh, Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. 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 Or any game of that ilk where you collect a bit of codex and it's some kind of collectible that maybe will contain bits of information. It's, it's a book. It's a book. It's, it's a historical ancestor of what we would call a book. Um, instead of being composed of sheets of paper, it used sheets of vellum, papyrus, or other materials. Um, and it's, so it's used most often for like ancient manuscripts in which there were drawings and illustrations and stuff like that. The, the Codex, Codex Gigas from the 13th century uh, in, in Bohemia are the most famous codexes. I saw a thing today where someone they might have sussed out that that written language was like came a lot yes. earlier than we thought. You see, I, about I, that. just some dude as well, just some, some guy. bloke. Well, yeah. he got the help of a, of a university, but he was the one who kind of had it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. could do with someone help me out with this, but I think I might be onto something. Mm. Cracking that that written language came earlier than we thought. Really? Yeah, yeah, by about legend. by 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 like thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. legend. Incredible, incredible. Uh, also, Codex is a much better name than just if they just called it Book then, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it sounds cooler. It, yeah, if they just called it Book, right that would have been a bit shit. But, um, but Codex would have also been used for illust- like botanical illustrations. So there's more like nature and kind of like old-timey stuff. Yeah. Old-timey nature. Yeah, medieval nature sort of mm. stuff. That, you'd find that in a Codex. Well, um, dragons. Flies. Dragonflies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, or it's just about swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Going, out, going to have a nice a swim. Log. Not sure. On a yeah. Log. Um, give up the ghost. Very beautiful, quite ambient, with a kind of earthy, folky undercurrent to it. Steve's favourite song on the album? It's not my favourite song on the album, but it, it, it holds fire at this point that I was like, this album is severely split into two halves. Mm, um, yeah. But I found like this song, although nice, with the acoustic guitar and stuff, to be still quite unsettling, where you have this like, Distorted voicing, don't hurt me, over and over. It alternates as well. It's between don't hurt me and don't haunt me. Oh, really? Oh, that, that's even yeah. cooler. But um, even that has some nice like harmonies to it. <laughs> like even the weird voice. Yeah, I mean, so, the, the, the looping thing that they do. Um, let me skip ahead in the song a little bit. Uh, let, me, let me have a go. <laughs> Hello. 
the way that they build up those ambient layers of vocals are, are great. And it's something that Tom just does himself. Like when he started playing this in the Atoms for Peace gigs in 2010, he would have a vocal looper and he builds it all up himself live. And that is, in fact, how they continue to play it. Um, so when he brought that to the band, Radio had had the good decency to absolutely get fucked and not add anything to it, except, yeah. except for Johnny, who adds some nice, like, electric guitar picking. Um, and there's Bird song in it as well. So there's more of that sort of, like, nature coming back. It's a very simple song. It sounds a bit like Neil Young. Um, but beautiful. One of my favourite songs on the album. I think it's probably this mm. and Lotus Flower. Yeah. Yeah, I've um, honestly, I, I, cl- I clearly cannot make up my mind with this album because I've been adjusting my highlights as we go throughout this episode. They've changed a bunch of times. And I even have in my notes for Give Up the Ghost of the two really chill ones, this is, I, I, I like this more than Codex. And yet I've just added Codex to my highlights. So I don't know anymore. Yeah. But basically, really nice and lovely. So this one's nice to just sit in. It's just yeah, like yeah. a really nice vibey. Just yeah. sit there. It's like, mm, like kind of slowly bob your head. And just... they, are, they are quite drastically different songs in one way. Is, it's that Codex starts with a vibe and pretty much maintains that vibe and that feel for the whole thing, whereas Give Up the Ghost builds and builds and it builds. builds. And, it, and it builds um, into a bit of a mess towards the end. And I, yeah, like, that's my kind of jam, isn't it? Like to... Marmalade. Kind of I'm marmalade. just doing what you did. I'm just I'm thinking of yeah, things that, good, yeah. that are similar to things Honey. that you said. Chutney. Yeah, yeah. Honey Chutney. is nothing like what we're talking about. We well, spread it on toast, mate. You can put it on toast, mate. Marmite. Marmite. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, segue. My wife ate some Marmite a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. She said, do we have any Marmite? I really fancy Marmite. I was like, I don't know if we do. Let me have a look. I've looked in the cupboard and there was a tub of Marmite. Was, Classic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turns out we've got Marmite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ate it. Oh, that's it. And then she looked at the jar. Oh. Best before. Yeah. January. Mm. 2019. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. I don't. We googled it. We googled it. Apparently, marmite simply can't go off. Right. Yeah, it's like honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Janu- so, uh, marmite and Jan- honey very similar in that regard. New Year's mm. Eve, I had two people around my house that had never had twiglets before. Oh, they went for a treat. They hated it. Both oh, of them. Did you kick did them out? They like marmite, though. Uh, good question. Did you give them actual twiglets or did you give them bits of branches dipped in Marmite? That's exactly what I did, yeah. And I pulled That's it through Mr. the window Bean. and chopped it. That's Mr. Mr. Bean, huh? isn't it? Mr. Bean bit. <laughs> I had a turkey in my head. I didn't know. <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting that, you know, uh, Lotus Flower, Codex, Give Up the Ghost, love them. Not loads to say on them. Yeah. Well, it's because they're quite, like you say, they're quite ambient, aren't they? They're quite chill. They're just nice. They're just, they're just a nice vibe. to Like, compared to some other chill Radiohead songs, they're chill and, like, beautiful in their own way. These songs are kind of just, like, a nice vibe. The difference yeah. is I like these ones. They're the closest Radiohead have to spa music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Get okay. Right. Spa music. What are you talking about? Spa Here's music, there. man. You could put this on in a spa. Remove a few bits and you could put this song on Just because you're going to a spa tomorrow, Lucas. You could. You could put Give Up the Ghost on in a spa. Here's Separator.
Probably the most nothing song on the album, I am a... Hmm. That's interesting. It's the closest one. I mean, I don't I don't nothing it. Let's point out. This isn't an official nothing stamp. But it's the most nothingy, I think. Five minutes and 19 seconds is too long for the number of ideas that this song puts forward. It is well, that's the thing. quite long, isn't it? Mm. I've written down, Lucas, I think the first half of this song is a little nothing. However... <laughs> Doesn't oh. it build? Doesn't oh. it build? But then all the nice reverb, like clean guitar, like hovers over the top, and that's really great. I get bored by then. And the vocal loop on a TV show where he's where you get the ah vocal loops that create like an ambient wash. You get that really lovely high electric guitar part that he does. And I find the wake me up bit at the end, the evanescence bit, as it were, mm-hmm. quite uh, <laughs> quite stirring. Up. You know. Um, Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Wake me up. That bit is quite nice. Yeah, when it goes, wake me up. Wake me up yeah, inside. Yeah, that's the bit I like. Yeah. Uh, I also love that drum loop. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, like, I really ooh. like the rhythm of the drums. As much as I dissed the <laughs> shit out of the drums early doors in the album yeah. because it was too much. Like, Phil is great at coming up with, like, an unusual groove and just sort of sticking with that and building on it, right? And well, here's, a, here's a bit of business. Here's a bit of business that was involved in that drum loop. Do it. Phil played the drums, yep. and then they played that bit backwards, and he learned how to play that, and they right. recorded him playing his original loop backwards. I love it. Right, so we're back, we're back to a load of old business radio. Yeah, we've got fully. some business. We've got some business going on. Um, yeah, uh, I like it. I, I, I like the mood. Uh, I think it's quite a satisfying ending to the album. Um, I like the last line. If you think this is over, then you're wrong, which no, probably... Yeah, probably came back to haunt them a little bit, but we'll get on to that. Um, okay, I really like Separator, but it did. It took me a long time for for a long time. It was my least favorite on the album, and I was a bit disappointed that it ended the album. But actually, it's quite nice. I don't know on on this album that has a lot of like, you know, nature wrapped up into it to end on sort of like being woken from a dream or whatever feels nice especially after codex and give up the ghost which feel quite dreamlike to snap back in with very clean crisp almost in rainbows kind of drums because there's no other drums on this song it's just that one loop and it feels crisp it feels like weird fishes maybe but slightly slightly weirder than than weird fishes i like that yeah weirder fishes and he mentions fish in this as well It, Mm. it sort of snaps me back into uh the 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 reality from the dream I was in in Codex and give up the ghost those sort of I guess so I guess repetitive things I guess they I, I wish they'd gone a bit more Lotus Flower with the last track I guess like not quite going back to the stuff as much but like just a bit more business maybe I don't know I, I think, think it's there I, I think, think it's this the, is I, a blend yeah yeah it, it's definitely yeah it's definitely a bit more than the last two tracks but. Mm. Um, there wasn't. There was something not quite enough about the last track, and I'm not going to stick on Separator again, am I? I do, I do, and you will actually. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that you do. I'm going to yeah. make it my life's mission to make sure that at some point you stick on Separator. You're going to come around my house. You'll just turn up unannounced and be like, "How about now?" And you'll just yeah hit play on your phone. And I'll be like, oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it a little bit more insidious than that. I'm going to like. I'll be around when I've been invited. And I'll say something like, oh, stick on Separator. And you'll just do it. Because you're like, oh, not thinking about it. But I'll have made you stick on Separator. And of course, you've seen everything. I've seen everything already. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. 
And weirdly, that's it. If you think you'd ever be at my house and and I would be in control of the music, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> I wouldn't want the responsibility. I wouldn't. I'd in feel your the own house. Yeah. yeah, but if you, wait, I hate it. I hate being in charge of the music when I've got guests. If really? you're one of the guests, definitely I'm not being in charge of the music. I don't, but I don't care. I'll just say, I will uh, literally no, listen I, I, to anything. You'll be judging me. So I'm just going to go, Adam, you do it, mate. You do I'm it. not like this in real life, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> you're, so you know so you're saying you come round and I put on. Yep. Can't think of any music. Can't think of any music. <laughs> Do you know what happened at New Year's Eve when I invited our friend Gareth around to the house? We had Bat Out of Hell six times in a row. It's a long song. It's a long song. That reminds me of the Salt and Pepper Diner, Lucas. Oh, classic bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that in a car. It's good. It's, good. it's a good vibe. You do really learn to love that one song by the time it's finished. Um, and speaking of finished, as far as I'm concerned, this record is finished, mm. uh, which is weird after only eight songs. And after them saying, if you think this finished, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, how do you feel about this album, guys? Mixed. V mixed, yeah. Because on the on the on the surface, in general, pretty much every song, broadly, I like. Mm. Like some more than others. Separator is pretty meh, but like broadly, I like all these songs. But as a whole album and as a thing, I want to go and listen to. Not so much. I thought you rated albums by how many songs you like on it. Yeah, I know. And I, so shouldn't this be a ten out of ten? I, d- I, don't like to, Adam, I don't know what you want me to say. Adam, I don't know what you want me to say. Doesn't know what you want to say. I don't know what you want me to say. I wanted to give it a ten out of ten because you like all of the songs. Broadly, on it. I like the songs. <laughs> but it's eight tracks. But, but at the same time, the whole thing is quite. The whole thing is quite exhausting because it's like it's exhausting. Mm. And. And when I say I like the songs, I also don't like them as much as, you know, obviously in Rainbows. But yeah, like, yeah. even things like oh, okay, Computer and Kid A and things like yeah, that. Yeah, sure, yeah. I don't like the songs as much. They're just, you know, ready had know how to make a song. So, broadly, normally when they make a song, it's all right. You're speaking my language, Lucas. It, like, I also do not like this as much as OK Computer and Kid A what? and oh. in Rainbows. But I like every song that's on it to varying degrees. I just think my score will probably be higher than yours because this is in my wheelhouse. Like, Yeah, this, this is, is not like, my wheelhouse, yeah. right? This yeah, is yeah, my yeah. wheelhouse. But I also, I don't know, prefer it to, well, I'm trying to think of an album we've covered that's like, that I don't like. Oh, take your pick. <laughs> do I, okay, do I prefer this to Amnesiac? For example, probably mm, like maybe, but yeah, maybe like similar, similarly, like right. in terms of likeage. You didn't like every song on that track. You said something. Yeah, no, fuck but, off. but the highs were higher. You know, there's some songs sure. in there that I that I really liked. Pyramid you know? songs like spinning plates, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't one of the versions of uh, thingy on that morning that bell, morning but bell, not your favourite one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's one of the ones you didn't like. I think. Uh, anyway, Steve, what what do you reckon? Weird album, isn't it? It's, it's a quite weird, album. weird. Yeah. If you were to ask me outright, like whether I enjoyed it or not, I think I'd say I didn't enjoy it. Mm. But like, I like a lot of the stuff. I like not a lot. He's going to convince himself he enjoyed it. Yeah, he's ten also, out. we're on the way to the 10 out of 10. I, I like we're on a the lot way. of the stuff on here, but I also dislike a lot of the stuff on here. Yeah. And I think that's hugely yeah, yeah. because it's. It's literally. It's two halves. It's two different vibes. But like that mm. alone. The fact that it's so north and south, it's like, 
That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I also think it's interesting that they're able to um, uh, divide opinion in such a way on their eighth album. Do you know what I mean? They've they've gone out they've gone out and tried something, you know. It'll be interesting to see what time does uh, for this album for me, but like ultimately not my jam. But like I did really like a couple of songs on it. So yeah, what are you gonna do? I I think if you ask me that same question of like yes no yeah I think I'd still say yes okay yeah 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 soft it's soft though I'm whispering it it's a soft yes I think I think like I, I really like it I think it's really good um. I think it's unfairly maligned. This is very much the lifeblood of their career. Um, what, their best album? Yeah. What, well, what, there are some people that would say this is their best album and uh, a majority that would say it's pretty weak. Um, where that comes from, I'm not really sure because I, like, I think to be on your eighth album and still experimenting with, not just making experimenting sounding music, but experimenting with the ways at which you actually make music uh, is a very interesting thing to be doing. Um, I think they're an interesting band, Radiohead. Oh, uh, I don't love everything on the album. I think I like everything on the album. Mm. Uh, I certainly wouldn't get out of my chair to turn any of it off. Um, uh, my lowlights probably doing them a bit of a disservice, but Morning Mr. Magpie, little by little. Okay. Uh, because even though I like what they're going for, I like that hectic sort of thing. I like the other stuff that they're doing more. You know, yep. like there's nothing I dislike. I just like the rest of it more. My highlights, Lotus Flower, Give Up the Ghost. And my score I really struggled with. I toyed with the idea of doing 0.5 because obviously they're now on the table. Um, but ultimately, I like this more than Amnesiac. I'm more likely to go back to this than Amnesiac. And I still really like Amnesiac. So I have to give it more than Amnesiac. So I, gave, I, give, it an, I give it an 8 out of 10. And also a small representation of a tree. Mm-hmm. That's, is that part of the scoring system? No, we've added 0.5s. We've also added familiars to the... I think mm. so. I think, okay. yeah. That's something and I'll tree definitely be looking... Familiar. That's something I'll be looking to do moving forward, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually do my... Yeah, so my low lights are little by little and separator. Sure. Um, little, by li- little by little because I forgot to do the joke about Oasis. Yeah. And, and separator because whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my highlights changed during this episode because I don't know. Lotus Flower, that's in it. Confirmed with a bullet. That's yeah. there. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to say Codex. Oh. Maybe. But Bloom, Oni Mench to Bloom. Oni Mench, Oni Mench. And we'll hear another version of Bloom later on in there. What Korea. did. I nope. give no 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 no, no we're not doing no, that anymore. This is how I score these. I don't care. Um, I don't care. We're not doing. We've got the words now, haven't oh, we? Oh no! Remember the give words? me the words. Where are the words? No, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the words. Okay. Anyone who hasn't listened to that episode has no idea what we're talking about. Let me drag up the words for you. Oh, I'll get it. Don't you worry. Don't I've, you got worry. It, I've got it. I've got it. Is it rad? I've got it. Okay. Here we go. So we've got bang average, obviously. I don't think we're going subpar. Well, it's up to you. How do you feel about it? And we'll marry it up to some words. Do you think it's good? Oh, but I hate not being able to, because I know what album I want to, like, like put it against. And I don't know what I gave Somnesia, that album. Right. Do you yeah, think it's, it's good? Do you think it's decent? What are you saying? I think it's decent. I think it's decent. 
I'm going to go 5.5. 5.5. Between bang average and decent. The words really help, Adam. I mean, I tell you. You're good. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. They're not good because that'd be a seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> and just, just out of interest, what do you think you gave Amnesiac? Uh, either a 4.5 or a 5. Maybe a it five. was a 5.5. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's there all I wanted to know, Adam, because yeah. I wanted to give it the He's same so score. Happy with well, there you go. So happy with <laughs> just, but it's interesting how that works out. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Um, did we do, Steve? Nope. Did we, we, did, we, did we he, want to? He did some waffle. No, nah, let's just go his, to the next one. Did we want to? Should we just step. move on? All right, go on then, Steve. Bloody oh, hell. Hey, Jesus, go on then. <laughs> if I can get you out of the way. Uh, I haven't written down any lowlights or highlights for the first time, but it's easy because it's give us Give us your vibe. Low, we're going controversially. Bloom. Yeah, sure. Because initially, uh, what? Get and up. then little yeah. by little, I think I'm going to go with low lights. Uh, highlights. Uh, do we all have little by little on our low lights? Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, I sometimes forget that it's on this album uh, and forget that it exists. Perfect. Uh, that's interesting. Good low light. Highlight Lotus Flower. Yeah. Codex. Oh, same as Lucas. Big yeah. love for Codex and Lotus Flower. Same-sies. Apart from lowlights, not samesies, because Bloom got an Oni Mensch for me and Steve gave it a fucking lowlight. Yeah, that is drastically different. That is drastically different. What about your score, though, Steve? What would you score it out of 10? I dislike the first half, and I like to like things. But I like the second half, so it's fine. Mm. I but think you also said if someone said yes, no, you were a no. Won't you? But I think Lotus Flower is particularly good, so it bumps it up a little. So it's a five point five from me. Wow, that is low, low Steve. very low. My lowest. Steve. I low. think I, I prefer Pablo Honey to King of Limbs, if I'm right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds what did I right. give Pablo Honey? Out of curiosity, ten. Remember. Weird. That's yeah, fine. ten. I've got ten, ten written down. Yeah, yeah. Weird. On today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about. Buzzsprout, the user-friendly podcast hosting for non-techie people. I think that if this podcast has achieved anything, it's showing that literally anybody can start a podcast. Do you need any previous experience? No. Do you need top-of-the-range audio equipment? No. Do you need entertaining or insightful content? Absolutely not. But there is one thing that you will need, and that's podcast hosting or somewhere to store your podcast and deliver them to all of those podcast places, like the one where you're listening to this now. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, just do it. We here at Big Mates Enterprises use Buzzsprout to host and publish our podcast because it's the best and easiest way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed on all the major podcast directories within minutes of finishing your recording. That's Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Podcast Addict. The list goes on and on. The other thing we've found is that not only do you get useful and easy to understand statistics about how well your podcast is doing, but also that the support team is super helpful with somebody always on hand to answer questions and help our podcast succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message to the world, and you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your podcasts, and much, much more. But wait, because the more is now! (laughs) Because if you follow the link in our show notes when you sign up, it lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. And do you know what that gets you? 
$20 worth of credit when you sign up for a paid plan. And that warm feeling in your stomach, knowing that not only are you on your way to podcast greatness, but that you've helped support this show too. So if you're starting your podcast, or you're looking to move your podcast, use Buzzsprout and follow our link in the show notes. Back to the episode. Well, there you go. That is our, those are our thoughts. That is our thoughts. Those are our thoughts. We are our thoughts on King of Limbs. But what happened after the King of Limbs? Uh, so, obviously, it's released. What? Of course, the digital download from Radiohead's website is not chart eligible. And it was available there exclusively for more than two months before a more traditional release on CD and vinyl on March the 28th, 2011. They again use Excel recordings for this release, the same as in Rainbows, always the same, and use that same tactic where the album is assigned to its own LLP. The next album is a different LLP entirely. This one is called Ticker Tape and is also used for their touring stuff as well. Um, In the two months, it's available only on their website. It sells 400,000 copies. Uh, It's actually one of the best-selling Radiohead albums and certainly the most profitable for the band. Wow. Um, the traditional release in March, where do you think it charts in the UK? 30. Like, because, it, well, it's had, it's had all of that time for people to do it online, which doesn't count, right? Same, same for In Rainbows, right? Yeah. Which went to number one. Yep. <laughs> 11. Okay, uh, number seven. It's, it's near 30. Out of all the numbers. This is their first album not to go to number one since The Benz. They did five straight number one albums from OK Computer to In Rainbows. Which it's is worst maybe, album, I think. Yeah, maybe in line yeah. with <laughs> maybe in line with what what you guys think about it. Um in the US it debuts at number six, but climbs to number three in its second week. It had a better better second week than it did the first week, which is interesting. Word of mouth maybe. But it's also probably the downside of not doing promotion. Um, in Rainbows had the released strategy buzz, didn't it? Yeah. You know, like, all oh, pay what thing. you want. Yeah. yeah. This didn't. And no interviews, no singles. Uh, even some more casual Radiohead fans just wouldn't have known that they had an album out, is what yeah. their management reckons. Um, in terms of the little promotion they did do, they had the Lotus Flower video, Black and White, Tom Dance, which became a huge internet meme at the time, uh, you know, shared all over Twitter with the hashtag Tom Dance. And on the day of the physical release, they had newspaper boys in loads of major cities around the world handing out a Radiohead-pressed newspaper called The Universal Sigh, which, of course, is a lyric from Bloom. Um, You went and got one of these, right? I went down to the London one in Brick Lane, only to find that the person handing them out, dressed as a newspaper boy from the Victorian era, was (laughs) Tom York. Yeah. So that was nice. Lead singer of Radiohead. Had a minute or so chat with him. Did you? Uh, so what that did you was chat to him yeah. about. I just said, "This is a long queue of people all waiting to shake your hand," and he said, "Yes, we're going for the Guinness World Record." as like a joke, and then uh, I said, "Well, I'll shake your hand as well then," and I shook his hand and uh, had my photo taken with him. He pulled a face, <laughs> and yeah. it was very nice. It's very weird because, of course, uh, he's my hero. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was it was a bit weird. Hang on, merch corner. Yeah. Uh, this is the newspaper. There it, there it is. Uh, loads, of, loads of stuff in here. It's the King of Lim- uh, Limbs. King of Limbs. It's got loads of like writing on nature and the woods 
and ghosts and artwork and climate change and stuff like that. A story called Tree Climbing by Robert McFarlane. There's some more Stanley Donwood artwork with trees there. Uh, Forests of the Mind by Jay Griffiths. Yeah, it's cool. It's a nice little uh, artefact. And the newspaper that I'm holding in my hand is in keeping with the style of the big fancy special edition. So Merch Corner Part 2. Hang on. Yep. Oh, here he goes. Oh, he's gone downstairs. He's back. He's back. <laughs> if <laughs> one step. If 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 that um if that thing I just showed you was like a broad sheet, like well, like a newspaper, like a daily yeah, newspaper. Yeah. This is very much the Sunday supplement. You can see that it comes in like the polyethylene bag, right? Um Isn't that a song by Radiohead? It is, yeah. I'll get rid of the bag for now. And it came with you opened it. You should get me? a bag for life. You should get a bag for life. You don't want a bag for now. You want a bag for life, mate. Came with a big, something? a big newspaper. That's the broadsheet. That is. That's the. Broadsheet. This is the Sunday. This is the Observer, not the Guardian. And it came with. It's got loads. I'm not going to unfold it, but it's got loads of artwork and poems and lyrics and stuff like that. Um, have you read all? Really of it? lovely. But yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, and it came with the album on two. 10-inch clear vinyls. That's so nice. Look at that. Which is really nice. Again, like in their own sort of bespoke artwork. Lucas does not care about Merch Corner this week. I'm actually preparing my own Merch Corner. Got it on CD as well. Oh, oh there, now you got me on, now you got me on board. <laughs> <laughs> a CD. And yeah. um, it includes a, uh, a sheet of artwork on blotting paper the kind used to administer LSD. Well, there you go. These are, these are little squares that you can tear off. Um, Has anyone tested? Well, what it, I mean, you don't need to. It's just, it's blotting paper, so it will work. Um, Stanley Donwood said, in theory, not that I would propose such an illegal thing, but somebody could. <laughs> and I don't think that's been done as a marketing thing before. Yeah, but I mean, like, how do you know it's not already on there? Are you, do you not well, know sure be, yeah. not pre-acid? It has the same vibe as that Nathan for you thing of like something might happen here, and if it does, so what? Um, I've actually got my own merch corner as well. Okay, wasn't done with mine, but go on. Oh no, Karen. no, please. No, Stop no, no I thought you were done. Mm. I I uh, vacate the floor for the right honourable gentleman. Yeah. Well, no, I, did, I thought you were done, so now my merch corner seems silly and trivial. Do it. I now. was only I was only going to talk about why he chose why they chose to do like newspaper stuff. That sounds interesting. Speak on that. Well, it's it's because uh, Stanley Donwood wanted to create something that was in a state of flux, in the same way that he felt the album was a bit of a transitory album. He wanted to create transitory artwork, and the newspaper fades in sunlight and has an ephemeral nature that's kind of reflected in the album's natural themes. And he felt that it mirrored the decay of nature. Um, and it will eventually biodegrade as well. The plastic bag there is is biodegradable plastic, I believe. It's just nice. That's really nice cool. Little, I, like that. I like the idea of merch that's like not something, yeah. just like a better, a bigger vi- a vinyl in a box. I know mean, I've got fucking a bunch of vinyls in boxes yeah, down there. Yeah, I agree. But it's nice to have something a bit different. I, yeah. no, I don't want to go into it. I nah. recently bought a nice bit of merch for an album that was different to what you'd expect, and but now I don't like it anymore. Oh, I know what that yeah, was for yeah, then. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What's Fair your enough. merch corner, Lucas? Uh, my merch corner, um, it's Spotify, 
TKO L1-120-236-329. I know that's what that my is. order number that's for buying the King of Limbs digital yeah. download. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was curious because yeah, yeah. you said about like people didn't uh, like know if like people didn't know the album was coming out. So I was like, well, if you're saying like Radiohead fans didn't know it was coming out, did I? Like, did I listen to it immediately? But yes, I and it, a week before it came out, I bought this uh, from the Radiohead website. Six pounds. Yeah, they didn't yeah. do pay Bargain. what you want. They didn't. They didn't do pay what you want this yeah, time. But yeah, no, you're six, right. Six, six pounds. pounds is cheap for an. Well, is it though? Because um, you know, it's a digital only MP3, digital download MP3. Lovely, DRM free. That's nice. Yeah, lovely. Li- links dead. What else? But yeah, it will ask. be now. Yeah, can't get it anymore. So you no. search that in your email. Yeah, dog throw emails, mate. I have had. I just so searched many King of Limbs in my emails. Email. Yeah, I've had. I've had a few emails since the email I've got now. Since then, I reckon. Oh, I had Yahoo before a Gmail for a very long time. Oh, mate, no, I've been using Gmail. I'm, I, my little, no, I mean, not to dox myself, but my email address is actually at googlemail.com, not Gmail, because I got in back when it was invite-only access, mate. Mm, oh, yeah. So yes. don't worry about it. Yes, yes, yes. Lucas.way69 <laughs> at googlemail.com. 420. 420. <laughs> <laughs> little X, big X, Lucas Way. Yeah. Big X, little X, yeah. Um, it got good reviews when it came out. Critics said it was more intense than in Rainbows, more requiring of a conscious listen, but that the rewards were at least equal. Some, some said it bridged the gap between all of their styles uh, and saw them moving without flash or pretension from the role of pioneers to the role of craftsmen. That's what I said, I think. Um, an opinion on it has perhaps soured a little in the eyes of the fans, at least, with some listing it as their least favourite or... Uh, common phrase is down there with Pablo Honey, for instance. <laughs> well, might, be, <laughs> might be something. Uh, Stereo <laughs> Gum in 2015 said, Very good, occasionally great music by a pivotal band that nevertheless felt like something of a letdown because it wasn't ultimately some genius stroke none of us expected. Yeah. Which I think is fair. It is a bit different to what they've done, but it's not so drastically different to what they've done that everyone went, Whoa! The King of Limbs! It's the Radiohead yeah. effect. It's like, well, this isn't, this isn't 10 out of 10 genius, so it's shit. Yeah, so it's one well, out of 10. I, I talked yeah. about that on earlier, so didn't I, about how like, yeah. all the songs are generally quite good on X album, whatever I was talking about at the time, but... Most of the stuff Radiohead does is good, so that's kind of not good enough. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, that's kind of only okay for you actually to do Pick good songs. I want Pick my knees up. to explode when I listen to it. If it doesn't happen, not getting full score. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Exactly. Might, yes, he wants his boost, niece <laughs> to explode. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the King of Limbs too. Let's talk oh, about what? that. Go on, uh, see you. What? In the oh, aftermath, electric, electric, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the aftermath of the release. A large selection of fans convinced themselves that there was going to be a part two to the King of Limbs. They were kind of the last line. Well, they were spurred on by all of the tens stuff that surrounded in Rainbows and the counterpiece to OK Computer thing, which by then had been like semi-confirmed by the band. And the band's silence around the release of this album kind of spurred them on and they picked up on little clues. The fact that it's short, yeah. the fact that the last track is called Separator as though yeah. it's separating two halves of something. When you pre-ordered it, as you just saw, it was marked as TKOL1, implying more numbers. Um, some fans theorised that the newspaper edition meant that there would be further issues of the newspaper. 
almost like a subscription kind of thing. There'd be an issue two, an issue three or whatever. The band had talked about releasing things more sporadically, shorter things more often. And yes, the line, I mean, the absolute cherry on the the cake was the line, if you think this is over, then you're wrong. Uh, Like Obviously, people really held on to that. Anyway, Ed was on the radio a few months later and said it wasn't true. So there you go. They didn't go (laughs) on tour straight away. They did two things. One, even though they had finished the album, they continued to work in the studio. Uh, They didn't stop. They just finished things that weren't finished and they prepared some new things. And they also, number two, began to work out how to play the record live. Yeah. It had not been something that they were considering whilst they were making it. Um, Yeah, good shout. Obviously, the rhythms are very complex. How do you reproduce those live while still being a live band and not using playback? Well, Phil called Clive Deemer, drummer of Portishead, and asked for some help. That's all he wanted. He wanted some advice on how they could recreate the songs on the album because the band had no idea how to perform organically or without the use of a click track, which they absolutely did not want to do. So Phil went to Clive's house and played him the album. This was actually before the album was released. And Clive was, like, baffled, basically. He said he was blown away by the rhythmic complexity on things like Bloom and... It had him a bit stumped. So they spent a week in their rehearsal space, just Phil and Clive, figuring out how these drum parts were going to be played. Playing drums at the same time, with the other band members like only helping out here and there, adding little bits of structure or advice. So it was just them in a, like, in a rehearsal studio for a week, playing drums at each other. Um, speaking about the process, Phil said, that was fascinating. One played in the traditional way, the other almost mimicked a drum machine. It was push and pull, like kids at play, really interesting. Um, and it became apparent that that was the only way to perform these songs live. So Clive becomes a member of the live band and has been since. Clive described it as his trial by fire, but also one of the defining moments of his career. I mean, if you're a drummer, that sounds like a really fun way to just geek out for a couple of weeks with another drummer, right? Yeah, just I agree. Like, like, it's such a solo solve experience. Solve a problem. Yeah, like even even a bassist, even though you're kind of more connected with the drums, you're still playing a guitar and you would you would get two guitarists that would sit down in a room and you'd play guitar together. You'd never really just get two drummers and sit, sitting down working out stuff together, right? And that's really cool. Right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds nice. I suppose it just happens when you have like percussionists or whatever. But it's, I don't know, it's very, very like the whole kit. Yeah, anyway. Um, whilst they were figuring all that stuff out, Tom York also teamed up with Fortet and Burial. Just those two guys. Just two fucking legends of the uh, contemporary electronic scene. And they released a double A-side. Merch Corner, really quickly. Real quick, he's gone downstairs again. Just one step. There it is. Back. They released a 12-inch double A-side. No artwork. Just a blank Just completely blank. You'll have to take my word for it. That's what it is. Yep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's, uh, we can hear a little, we can hear a little clip of what happens when Burial, Fortet and Tom York get together.
tell you what, if you like eight minutes of that, then you might like the song Ego, and you might also be me. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit house, bit dubstep, good shit. And then a month after that, on the 16th of April, 2011, it's everyone's favourite day. It's Record Store Day. Did everyone have a good time? What do you guys do to celebrate Record Store Day? What I do mm-hmm. is I get my little record player out. Yeah. And then I go, Tiny. okay, I've got a few vinyl. They're all muse. <laughs> and then I go, always the same. Always the muse. And then, I, and then I go, well, actually, I haven't actually opened any of these yet. Yeah. And I don't want to potentially muck up any resale value. So I then put them back away. Are you ever going to sell them? Well. On hey, the off they... chance that a Muse album is worth millions of pounds. Hey, who knows what's going to be worth loads of money back in like 20 fucking... All those billions In like 2066. Who knows? You say that, mate. The record store day thing I've got. 2000. Yeah. Pounds. All the, all the Beatles albums are worth nothing because there were so many pressed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have you know I, what I paid a thousand pounds for a Beatle record recently. Oh, okay. Did I get ripped off? No, no got ripped great. off, mate. Oh, um, what do you think I did the on record the store day in two thousand and eleven? Sorry, Adam, I was too busy making silly jokes. What do you say? What do you think I did on record store day two thousand eleven? You went you down to your local to go and get store. this. And yeah, this. pop, pop down, pop down to me record store. Uh, I believe it was on Berwick Street in Soho. Uh, I believe that Will and I got there at about five a.m. Yeah, uh, ready for that eight a.m. nine a.m. opening sure. because Radiohead were releasing a limited edition twelve-inch double A side of Super Collider and the Butcher. There were only. 3,000 or 6,000 copies of the 12-inch AA side available. I can't remember which. 3,000 or 6,000. And then two days uh, afterwards, anybody who had bought The King of Limbs from the Radiohead website received both tracks as free downloads. Uh, but I have the 12-inch, and it's uh, a special place on my uh, merch corner. Nope, he's gone. He's gone down. A lot of merch corner today. Must be knackered. It is? Yeah. Yeah? It's good, isn't it? Right, let's talk about songs, then. Yep. Yeah, songs. It's uh, as much as I like all the visual stuff on a podcast. There's only so many records we can look at. (laughs) (laughs) Got a couple more. Got a couple more. I, th- I thought this might be your jam. It's really good. I mean, it's, it, I didn't realise until I was doing my notes. It's seven minutes long. Yeah, it's seven yeah. minutes and long. And it does one yeah. thing. Yeah. But it builds and builds, doesn't it? But Lucas, can I tell you why you love it? Since. It's your death fantasy. He's nice. talking about space and dematerialising. Well, is it about the Large Hadron Collider? 
Yeah, it's about a super collider. Yeah. Yeah, but a high energy particle accelerator yeah. where beams of particles clash with one another, designed to answer many open-ended questions in physics uh, and lead to a better understanding of our universe and life within it. And back in the mm. early 20 like the 2010s. That was the, new stuff. The, the LHC yeah. was all the rage. It was. Yeah. That's all yeah, the kids could talk about. It is Everyone about the LHC. There was going to be a black hole in the earth. I did, I remember that, who, yeah. who thought that? The news. Well, I remember. I remember thinking it. Yeah. When the news thought, you know, Brexit was a good idea. So, <laughs> you know, like the Daily Mail. I tell you, the Daily Mail did not yet. Save it. Save it. Sorry. Save it. Fuck. Fuck. Tom, very into exploring birth and life. Uh, I think coming up from the dust in a blue light, in a green light, in a half life, are the uh, the lyrics to this song. But there's still he adds the little bit of mystery back into this science world. Um, I put the shadows back into their box. Very cool. Very cool. Um, it had been performed by Tom during the In Rainbows tour, and they worked on it for the King of Limbs, but didn't actually finish the song in time for the album. Didn't finish it until March 2011, a month after the album came out and a month before it was released in this form. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Real shame. Yeah. It doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't fit at all. It doesn't right? fit, but, it's, but it, the difference is I really like it, so put it on the album. It would fit my album. Oh, oh. Did your album have the Daily Mail and Staircase on it as well? Yeah, and Super Collider and The Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, th- this is the thing. Like, I don't have loads to say or, on Super Collider. It kind of does that one thing. I quite like the one thing. It's, it's a cool. bit... It's a bit synthwave? It's a bit a trance. Bit. Yeah, it's a little bit... Yeah. I mean, we'll, I mean staircase we'll get to it as well but it's it's got it's a little bit it's kind of got that little bit of cyberpunkiness to it it's got like a blade a runner touch to it hasn't it staircase. a little bit of blade runner but again staircase yeah, yeah. we'll get to staircase we'll get to staircase, we'll get to staircase. It's, um, it's very ethereal and nice but the occasional dark turn when the chords change like the chords go that's when he puts the shadows back into the box steve that's when yeah. he puts the shadows back into their box there it is um that's a nice like allusion to Pandora's box there, which is yeah. something that I heard Steve say, but yeah. I talked over him, and now I'll cut out Steve saying it earlier, it earlier, and it it's looks perfect. like, but oh, gonna, I'm but saying this it. is staying in. Yeah, this, this is staying stay in. in. Apart from I heard I'm Steve saying. say Pandora, but I thought he was talking about Avatar. The butcher. Oh, I thought... I, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why, why this isn't on the album. Yeah, I agree. It winds me up. It's, it's on my album. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, it's m- my second favourite song from this era, maybe? Third favourite. Third favourite, because I've just remembered Lotus Flower exists. No, um, no, no, no. I d- This was finished during the King of Limbs sessions, uh, yeah. but they felt that it didn't fit on the album. And I tell you what, it does. It, it does fit on the yeah, album. They're yeah, they're wrong. It does yeah. fit on the album. They're wrong. I, they're right. It does. I don't know if just because uh, the order we're talking about this isn't the same as we've been listening because this was the last 
to peel back the wizard's sausage. Yeah, yeah. I like Last song on the playlist. How the curtains, curtains made. Yeah. And I think <laughs> maybe a little bit of like fatigue at that point because like it's longer at that point than the little King of Limbs. Yeah, felt sure. length. So maybe it was a little bit of fatigue, but this one I was just quite like, meh, where, meh. It's just no, a song. This, this is this is deliciously moody. Um, Lucas, I thought you genuinely a bit vibe to this a bit more because it's like that stream of consciousness, like rap uh, adjacent. Uh, oh, yeah, Tom interesting. Vocal. As soon as you say that, it has got that like but, wolf at the oh. door kind of, and his lower register as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe it was maybe maybe sequencing is everything. Also, uh, he calls someone's a, he calls someone a little bitch. Yeah, he says, which I thought you'd really like as well. I like, I do love call. I, I love calling people, but mostly being called a little. <laughs> yeah, bitch. you like being yeah. a little bitch, calling people a little bitch, noticing a little bitch, seeing a warrior, and then seeing a little bitch come out of him, which I think is yeah. the lyrics, right? Yeah, it is. He's yeah. a warrior. A warrior. Here's a little bitch coming out of him. Yeah, Lucas loves that. Uh, yeah, he loves and, it, and also all the spooky sounds. The spooky sounds. This is this is actually spookier than anything that's on King of Limbs. It is. Um, it's got genuine ghosts on it. And- genuine ghosts, but also, oh, it's got a bit of a drop. I love the drop. I love because you have that bum 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 bum, and then when the normal drums come in, it's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. Listen to this. Listen to this. Arpeggiated synths, Lucas. Did you hear the arpeggiated synths? I did. Synths? And I did. And maybe, maybe I gave. Yeah. Maybe I didn't give the song bit of short shrift. Yeah, short, 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 short. <laughs> that word. <laughs> Considering how adjacent it is to the first half of King of Limbs, in a way, why do I respond to this more? Is it because it's it's a bit less? It's simpler. It's it's not as hectic. It's slower tempo. It's not as. It's just like it's it's stupid. Not. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Really like that. Uh. Yeah. I listen to that a lot. Um. It's a shame. It's a bit of a hidden gem. It's even more well hidden than some of the other hidden gems around this era, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. Some of the copies of this 12-inch had their labels around the wrong way. So Radiohead provided copies of the labels for people to print and stick on the vinyl if they wanted to. Or they said that they could just rename the songs instead, whichever was easier. Um, <laughs> and then towards the end of May, they recorded a From the Basement session, which we will talk over and about next week but it means by that point they have the live arrangements down and that was broadcast on several international tv stations in july but in june 2011 still yet to tour five months after the album they are the surprise act on the park stage at glastonbury making it the second year in a row that tom and johnny did that they played a set Heavy on the King of Limbs and light on anything else that was recognisable to people. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, it wasn't the triumphant set that most people had kind of turned up for. And it started to rain. So you could see people just sort of leaving in dregs. They were also very clearly nervous about playing the songs in front of people for the first time. They abs- I think they opened with Lotus Flower and they absolutely fucked it. Johnny was not even playing the right notes. Um, wow. But I had a good time. Yeah, Steve, do you remember it? Nope. 
Okay, Bingo, cool. We were, we were, well, no, but we, we were at the Bimble Inn, which is at the bottom of the park, yes. about two hours before they were due to come on. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time, the same one who had bought me the King of Limbs, said, I was in the Lizard Lounge place and I heard a bouncer say that it's Radiohead at the park stage tonight because they leave slots unannounced, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she'd, she'd heard a member of security saying, well, it's Radiohead on the park tonight. So we, me and her, we stomped up there and sat through all of Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, Big Audio Dynamite got a bigger crowd than they were expecting yeah, towards the end of their set. <laughs> <laughs> um, look at them now. Look at them now. Well, I, I mean, Big Audio Dynamite, Dynamite are like legends. They're like got members of the Clash in Steve. So why don't you? Uh, Who? Why don't you fuck off, mate? Uh, <laughs> why don't I just? <laughs> yeah, wrong show. In no. June 2011, they released the first of their remix uh, commissions. Uh, Much corner. He's gone downstairs again. It's taking ages. Oh no, he's he's, he's back. It's really quick. Okay. Yeah. Two two three tracks on uh, on vinyl of uh, remixes. They released seven of these. I bought all of them. Yeah. Uh, they they eventually collected them into a compilation on the sixteenth of September two thousand and eleven, which was called TKOLRMX one two three four five six seven. It's nineteen tracks long. It features like basically guys, the creme de la creme. Of the electronic scene at the moment, yes. yeah. It was Caribou, yeah. Okay, yeah. Was it Fortet? Yeah, it was Fortet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, actually, was there Mode Selector on there? I hear you ask. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Mode Selector was on there, Lucas. What Avid about Jack Marian, Green? Though? The Avid Marion. No. Jack Green was in there. Uh, Nathan Fake was on there. Sorry, Steve. What did you ask me? Yes, of course, Shed anything. was on there, Steve. Of course, they had Shed on there. And Jamie XX. And you're right, Steve. I, I won't edit this one out. We did have a good time at Caribou uh, at Glastonbury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a bit great. too much of a good Sunset. time, which kind of ruined my experience of hot chips. Whole, anyway. Was that the Skittles uh, Walker? I don't know. Yeah, it was a Skittles yeah. Walker. Yeah. Um, also in September, they head to the US where they play on American TV as promotion a few times, including a special hour long episode of The Colbert Report. Uh, and they play. Two small shows at the Roseland Ballroom in the Windy City of Dreams itself, New York City. Uh, Still no tour, though. We're in September 2011. Still no tour. 19th of December 2011. They released the From the Basement session on DVD and Blu-ray after it was broadcast earlier in that year. And on the same day for digital download, they release a double A-side, track one of which is called All Together Now. The Butcher. No, Steve, we've done that one. You know we've done that one. Super Collider. Get fucked. The moon is rock on a mountain The lunatics have taken over The asylum Waiting on a Okay, obviously it starts like a Radiohead song. Yeah. I mean, it finishes like a Radiohead song as well, no but it, it does do something a little a bit different. different Radiohead song, though. Yeah, it, it does something a little bit different later on. So let, let's let's skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. 
Daily Mail. Do you guys like the Daily Mail? I like the song, the Daily Mail. I think the Daily Mail is good. I enjoy (laughs) the Daily Mail. Someone click that. (laughs) I think the Daily Mail is actually rather beautiful. Uh, And I like the words written in the Daily Mail. What do you guys think? (laughs) I like like the song. Fuck the Daily Mail. Oh, you don't like this song? You don't like this song. Fuck the Daily Mail. And fuck every single fucking cunt who supports it, all right? Yeah, I like the song, The Daily Mail. I think the song. Put it this way, it's about the newspaper. I think I'd rather wipe my ass with poison sandpaper than wipe my ass with a copy of The Daily Mail. Absolute hate-mongering cunts. Do it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it, Steve. Get me some poison. I'll prove it. (laughs) Where Where does one buy poison? Poison shop. Yeah, poison shop. If you Um, are just ingesting it, just get some bleach. It's a pig's ear. Yeah, I was going to say, you mentioned the pig's ear in the song in the Rainbow's episodes on the pinboard because he says the word pig's ear. It's probably from the Hail to the Thief era. Political, innit? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it goes, I mean, we haven't heard this flavour of Radiohead in a while. It goes hard. Heaviness. Yeah, it goes hard. hard. It goes hard. (laughs) Do you know what it goes? It goes hard because they're angry. Yeah. They're angry at those those fucking cunts. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Wait, is this satire? Uh yeah. Well no, it's not satire. No, it's it's it's, it's just a pre- it's pretty pointed in a yeah, way that yeah, nothing yeah. on the King of Limbs are is. So in terms of oh god, I don't put this on my preferred King of Limbs tracklist just because it doesn't vibe with the the tone, you know. It doesn't vibe, but it is like a better song than most of in like the album though, is the thing. <laughs> it does fuck. Yeah. It does fuck. It's got those horns as well. Yeah. Uh which I really like. And I, li- I I like Tom when he's doing his pointed, angry, angry. political yeah. lyrics, which we haven't heard in ages. Yeah. It's good, good. good shit. Yeah, it's good, good shit. shit. It, it sounds almost, you know, it doesn't sound quite like OK Computer era stuff, but maybe like Amnesiac, Held of the Thief era kind of stuff. It's a bit of a return uh, to that kind of sound, um, which is why it's interesting that it is paired with something that, kind of does fit on the king of limbs but also seems to reach beyond it and feels a little bit more um futuristic in in some ways this this is staircase It's so good. It's, it's so I reckon, good. What I reckon a groove. Put that on the album. Yep. I would have probably said it's the best song on the album, I reckon. 
Really? Yeah, what, more than Lotus Flower. Yeah, I think it's probably the best song we covered today. Oh, really? It's certainly up there for me. It's yes. it's it's this and and Lotus Flower. I think yeah, um, one of my favorite Radiohead songs. And it's and it's more in keeping with the album. It's maybe a bit yeah. Too, it's maybe a bit too concise for the album. Yeah, it's more of a song. We could do a bit, bit more bollocks. It's one but... of those. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of the mix of the two that um, Lotus Flower is. You know, like yeah. it, it's a bit more of what we wanted from it. I'm doing. I'm, I... Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I think. Well, my hot take is just like get rid of the first four songs and just give these four songs. Well, that's a very different album. That's not really. Yeah, but then mix it up. You can, yeah, the hot you can take then change is do a different thing. album, Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, but the last four songs good. Um, yeah, you got a better uh, there. Yeah, yeah, the um, the well, a first of all, bass. Yep. Doom, 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 yeah. Doom. 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 Uh, the the sort of descending guitars. Go like yeah. Doom, boom, boom, love descending, right? Love a descending. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I love the descendants. The way he's playing that uh, guitar is is excellent. So the actual guitar part just goes doom, 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 doom. That's what he's playing. But he's set the delay so that every time he goes doo doo. It's also playing the last time he went. So it goes, do, 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 no, do, do, no, 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 no. It's it, it's at exactly the same time. There, you're, you're adding beats where there aren't any on the oh. guitar. Um, where in my head it goes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but you can hear it because on the first one you can only hear two strings being played, and then on everything else you can hear four strings being played at the same time. Right. Cool, yeah, yeah. Because it's always the one from before it being played at the same time. Very clever, and that's the first indication of the way. Johnny Greenwood is going to use delay going forward as well. Sure, yeah. Uh, also uh, mentioned earlier, Blade Runner. Mm, since. since. Yeah, yeah. Since. Blade Runner. Oh, so but but, but in, in, in keeping with the Lotus Flower synths, very warm and very, yeah. very analogue. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Staircase. I love the melody. It all unfolds really nicely. The pot is full, let me take control bit is really nice. And also, you know, that he's, he's sending a chopper. It always just makes me smile because I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> it was debuted in the same Atoms for Peace gigs as Lotus Flower. I, I really love this. Um, in uh, There's listeners screaming uh, at, at me at the moment. For the Daily Mail and Staircase, there's something very specific that I'm not telling you about them. Um, and I will tell you another time. We'll we'll get into it another time, but there is something, and I don't know if you've hit on them being separate in any way. No, uh, the only thing I've noticed is on on Spotify, is what I call yeah. it. Um, it's the same album artwork, which is like a tree with like some sperm ghosts coming out of it. Well, they're a double A side, so they're yeah. the same. They're the same singles, of course. They got so, the same artwork. I like the artwork. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 nice artwork. It's very also on Spotify, you'll notice that the LLP that they released it under is called LLLP LLP. I mean, that's uh, very which good. is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Good stuff. The um the thing we haven't noticed is it something we will kick ourselves and we should notice, or is it something? Not we necessarily. Not necessarily. No. And and just and just put it out of your mind now, and we'll forget all about it. No. no so no, no. finally, I can't. Sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep right well, now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> In February 2012, more than a year after the album comes out, they go on tour, starting in the USA, taking in Europe, Australia, 
parts of Asia across pretty much the whole year. It's mostly arenas, but with some festivals and some outdoor shows. Um, I saw them twice on this tour, once in uh, England and once in Italy, because I'm bougie. Um, There was only three shows in the UK on the entire world tour. And when I say the UK, I mean England. There was one in Manchester Arena and two at the O2, and that was it. Now, this is one that I was supposed to come to, right? Yes, that's right. I can't why I didn't. Um, Joe wasn't very well. I think it was that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it was so difficult to get tickets to as well. Ludicrous. Why didn't I go to this? Because you had no interest in the band, Steve. Did we, did we even give them to someone yeah. else? Or did we just... Or did just I think it just let Two tickets go. that just yeah. nobody got to enjoy. I, I, I let go of one of my uh, tickets because uh, the girlfriend that I had seen them at Glastonbury with uh, and had bought me the album, we bought tickets together and we'd broken up by the time that we... Uh, so did you go to the gig by yourself? I went with Will, who who got tickets uh, right with uh, with someone so else. Three tickets right there, just just un- just went. They just there's went. a thropple out there somewhere. I will tell you what, Lucas, that was the night that Aaron Paul and Pierce Brosnan went as well. So you could be in the same building. That famous picture of Aaron, Aaron no. Paul yeah. and Pierce Brosnan. That's yeah, cool. yeah, that's from that's from the King of Limbs. As far as I'm concerned, two actors. Yep. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more. We'll talk. <laughs> Lucas uh, doesn't usually do bits like that. That took me by real, real surprise. <laughs> I've got um, Channel and Adam. Yeah. I've got to do an Adam yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about the tour next week. We are going to wrap up on one last thing, which is a sad thing. Okay? And I know it's not ideal to go out on a sad thing, but it happened. We should mention it. And it's part of the King of Limbs era, especially the tour. And I don't think we'll have time to properly go into it on a commentary episode. Oh, yes. This. I remember this. Radiohead were due to play at Downsview Park in Toronto on June the 16th, 2012. And during setup, the roof of the stage collapsed, killing their drum technician, Scott Johnson, and injuring three other members of Radiohead's crew. Obviously, the show was cancelled, but they rescheduled most of their European tour too because their equipment was destroyed. And also, primarily, that is an, an incredibly like big thing to happen. Um, it really shook them. It's deeply sad uh, and resulted in a lawsuit being filed against Live Nation Canada, who were responsible for the stage setup, two other organisations and one specific engineer. There were 13 charges and the trial began in June 2015, but a mistrial was declared as the judge was appointed elsewhere and lost jurisdiction. Um, a time limit is put on such cases and without an appointed judge... The case was dropped in September 2017, uh, a decision that Radiohead publicly condemned. Um, then in 2019... Bang another judge on it. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, in 2019, a Canadian inquest found the roof had not been strong enough to support the equipment and ruled accidental death, with a British inquest held that same year, finding the cause of death to be inadequate technical advice and construction techniques. That's the dry legal side which pales in comparison to the hugely sad thing that happened. Radiohead considered never touring again. They posted tributes on their website, attended Johnson's funeral, and helped contribute to a fund set up by Johnson's family to provide young people with drum equipment and tuition. Um, When Radiohead resumed touring a month later, they dedicated Reckoner to Scott and had big pictures of him up on the screen. When they returned to play in Toronto, where it happened, in July 2018, they held a minute silence for him before playing Karma Police, putting a slightly more pointed slant into the lyrics, 
Karma Police arrest this man. Uh, on that subject, in September 2019, Tom York said, believe me, words cannot describe the feelings that went along with it for us and our crew, but on the act of going and playing in Toronto and standing in silence, I hope that our silence is our last word on the subject. I felt that our silence was a bell that sounded very loudly, and I hope people heard it for Scott's sake and for his family. We know exactly whose fault it was, and they'll be held accountable at some point. Um, in November 2020, the Discipline Committee of Professional Engineers in Ontario conducted a hearing into professional misconduct by the engineer that designed the stage. Uh, in a statement about that uh, investigation, Radiohead said that the engineer had acknowledged a catalogue of errors and negligence on his part. And they said that the admissions were eight years too late as the engineer had retired and was seemingly beyond any legal recrimination. Very sad. Um, a horrible thing to have happened to everybody involved. Um, Radiohead did finish up their, their 2012 tour before again retreating into the darkness. Uh, but during that tour... Uh, the members of the band have been up to a whole bunch of other stuff. Johnny, for instance, had provided the score for Paul Thomas Anderson's film The Master. Uh, Tom had been working with other musicians. Phil was preparing to do some more solo work, and Ed was preparing to retreat into the ether even more than the rest of the band, and Colin was uh, doing whatever it is that Colin does. I reckon he entered some kind of cryo-chamber uh, from which he draws down enormous amounts of power from the surface of the sun. That's interesting because I thought he maybe like produced a sort of chrysalis. It could be, yeah, mm. and then well, emerges. Well, keeping with the theme of this album a bit more. Would yeah, be yeah, yeah. Going to a Someone yeah. dongs the Radiohead bell, and Colin yeah, comes yeah. crawling out of his pod, or the Nick, or the <laughs> Nick Cave bell. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe he comes crawling out of the Nick Cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Either way. Maybe. Whatever he's up to, over the next few weeks, we will dig into the extracurricular activities of those lovable lads from yeah. Radiohead. <laughs> uh, but thinking back to everything that we've heard, listened to, discussed, listened to, talked about and heard, was it music? Yep, 50%. Oh, Wait, now hang on, because we heard the extra tracks as well. Oh, 70%. <laughs> that's suddenly a lot plucked more. plucked the number from yeah, yeah. from nowhere yeah sure good uh i think it'd be 66 percent actually it'd be based on you're gonna go 66 percent. okay no, no no i'm saying it's all music it's all music especially the bit where steve repeatedly said he loves the daily mail that that was music i don't think you can music that's your ears music to my ears because yeah. i finally have the ammo to destroy yeah. him <laughs> i don't think there's anything to destroy me i don't think there's anything you can clip from what i said Take me out of context. I'm just saying, guys. Can I can I read an email, please? Please do. Always. From one of our listeners. From one of our Always. listeners. From one of our listeners. Always. From oh, one no, of no, our no, listeners. no, 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 no. I thought you were read like <laughs> whoa, whoa, Amazon whoa, whoa. order confirmation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah, We're going to read an email from Anthony Thornton, who has said, "Hi, big ants. Hi, I've big just, up, big ants. <laughs> I've just come across your podcast after seeing Kathy St. Luce post on Facebook. I really loved it, and I'll now be going back to listen to every episode from this series, and inevitably." I'll be going back to the Mannix. From 1998 to 2002, I was the editor of NME.com. And it has okay. to be said, something of a Radiohead fan. I was pushing really, really hard with the medium to try to make something new, and a lot of efforts unsurprisingly focused on Radiohead. So, for example, when they unveiled the new material that would become Kid A and Amnesiac in 2000, I wrote a number of on-the-ground reports in the lead-up to the show and throughout the show itself. This was, of course 
pre-Twitter. I also published photographs of Tom on stage and a photograph of the set list so that we knew what these songs were called. Naturally, they were copied and posted across the internet within moments. I also recall the first time that Kid A was played in the NME office, which involved a reviewer secretly recording the whole album via a secret microphone in their headphones at the Hall or Nothing playback. As a result, the version played in the NME office, roughly halfway through How to Disappear Completely, had Cappy St. News saying, are you all right for drinks? Uh, the reaction to the album in the NME was something to behold, uh, with half of the journalists dismissing it completely. Anyway, I wondered if I could give your pod some thoughts and insights into what it was like in the late 90s, early 2000s, as Radiohead became huge, the internet became important, and Radiohead's sometimes turbulent relationship with the music press. All the best, Anthony. Amazing. What an amazing little insight. Uh, I'm going to reply to him and dig around and see if I can get some more fucking little insights mm. about that. Ooh, maybe Tom York's there. email address. Yeah, I might get Tom York's email address. Tom He'll York definitely have that. At gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, I've been trying it. It bounces back. It Did bounces you try tom.york69 at no. gmail? Uh, Googlemail.com. No, I'll try it. I'll give it yeah, a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't the Google mail addresses just go to Gmail anyway? It's false of habit at this point. Okay, great. Um, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you very much for listening, listeners. Uh, our next episode is out next Monday, and we'll be seeing how the band recreate the King of Limbs for live performance as we join them in their basement. Uh, so come and also join us for that. But before you do, come and let us know what you think of the King of Limbs, what you think about what we think of the King of Limbs, and of anything that we've talked about in this episode. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at What Is Music Pod, TikTok at What Is Music, and if you'd like to send in something a little bit longer, like Anthony did. We'll read it out on the show. You can email us, whatismusicpod at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard us doing in these episodes and you thought, I'd like to hear more of that and I want to pay for it, please head over to our Patreon page where you'll find loads of like extra podcast shows, bonus content, ad-free episodes of this show and a pretty amazing Discord community and Steve's review of the Keanu Reeves remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. You can head over to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes for up to two podcast episodes from us every single week of your life for the rest of time or until you at least subscribe. Uh, if you're thinking, you know what? I want to give these guys some money to keep the podcast going, but not on a regular basis. You can buy some of our merchandise over at whatismusicpod.redbubble.com or you can send us a little something-something over on coffee.com, which is ko-fi.com slash whatismusic. That about does it. Thanks again for listening. But before you go, please, don't, don't leave, leave me high. Don't leave me. Bye. King of Blue. <laughs>